Today's episode is brought to you by Restaurant.com. With Restaurant.com, you can save at thousands of restaurants across the country with just a few clicks. Their dining deals range from $5 to $100, never expire, and cost you a fraction of face value. Dinner has never been easier with Restaurant.com, used for dine-in, takeout, or delivery. Restaurant.com is offering our listeners 50% off their next purchase by going to www dot restaurant.com slash podcast that's www.restaurant.com slash podcast for 50 percent off your next purchase restaurant.com is the best deal every meal Hello, everyone, and welcome to Meow Mix, the Carolina Panthers podcast. My name is Steven. My name is Jerry. And on today's episode, we will be previewing the week four matchup for the Carolina Panthers, the Arizona Cardinals coming to town. First time the Panthers will have any fans in the stand, so that will be interesting. Uh, we also... Tweet. <laughs> also I don't go know what over, uh, I don't know what don't a know, noise a that? Cardinal <laughs> makes. I was thinking, I was like, tweet? I, I don't know. It's probably some version of tweet, I would imagine. Yeah. 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 Um, we're also going to be going over some power rankings today. And we will kick it off with some news. Jerry, the biggest news to come out of the NFL so far this week, COVID. It has finally reared its ugly head. Yeah. We all expected it eventually to happen, and it looks like it has. The uh, Tennessee Titans have nine, nine, nine players and staff. So I think it's four or five players. The rest of them are just some staff that have tested positive. Uh, apparently some are experiencing flu-like symptoms, so they're not all uh, asymptomatic, unfortunately. Um, because the Titans played the Vikings this past Sunday, the Vikings are also sort of being lumped in with this. They've shut down their facilities, as have the Tennessee Titans. And the Titans-Steelers game has been postponed from Sunday. Yep. Uh, rumors are it will be played Monday night, but there's also a possibility of Tuesday. Yeah, I was going to say, I heard Monday or Tuesday. It really has to set them back, both teams, Minnesota and Tennessee, because if you can't go into the facility, I mean, how is Kirk Cousins going to work with you know, his receivers, his rookie receiver, Je- Jeffries. You know, I mean, Tennessee, Who you don't know who's going to be playing this week. I mean, someone may test positive on Saturday. Yeah, that's the scary thing is sometimes it takes a few days before your symptoms can show or the mm-hmm. test actually shows positive. So as of right now, it sounds like they're not even testing the entire team. Um, you know, consistently they're focusing in on the people that have had it and then contact tracing, doing things like that. So um, it'll be interesting to see. I mean, I say I've heard Monday is the day for the game, um, but if someone else tests positive or they have a cluster test positive again, they could easily push it or maybe even just cancel it or postpone yeah. it to the bye week. Depending on, I don't know. Do how they have weeks. the same bye weeks? Yeah, I don't I mean, know. I don't know how those match up, but um, 
Yeah, so I, I would say Tuesday, you know, if they don't get it played Tuesday, they're not going to play it probably. Yeah, and you said tracing it back. Well, remember when I said how the Panthers on their show, they had those little lights on their bands yeah. and stuff like that? That was league-wise, and they have a record of all of those and when they got close to people and mm-hmm. everything else. Is that so. still occurring now, though, or was that just in training camp, I wonder? I believe that's still occurring. I so mean, just when they're not on the field, I guess, any mm-hmm. other time they're in the facility. Well, that would be good. Um, for the Vikings, by the way, zero positive tests. So that's so good. Right. If that holds, then that that's good. Because if the Vikings all of a sudden started showing up a bunch of positives, then you'd have to wonder about the rest of the season, you know, because absolutely teams are passing it back and forth to each other. That'd be bad. But, uh, yeah, I mean, you know, the NFL has probably an advantage like over basketball where they're playing it outside. They're, you know, they are clumped together, but mm-hmm. no more than 10 or 15 seconds at a time probably. So they're moving up and down a pretty large field instead of a small basketball court. So I think it's a little different, you know, in terms of the risk. Yeah, we will see. I, I'm very interested in – I'm. I have my fingers crossed that nothing happens to the Vikings, but that's yeah. really scary, especially if it was linemen who got it, because the linemen are always all up on each other, right next to each other, slamming into each other constantly. I mean, you've yeah. seen those slow motion offense and defensive linemen hitting each other with spit and sweat sl- going everywhere. I mean, yep. Um, it says the Titans placed long snapper. Bo Brinkley nose tackled Daquan Jones on the reserve COVID-19 list along with a practice squad tight end. So that's the names that I have so far. I don't think that they're required to release the names, but I guess you can always tell if they're putting them on the COVID list. They, mm-hmm. they probably tested positive, so uh, or at least were contact traced, however they're doing it. So that's the big news of the week. Um I was kind of hoping that they play Tuesday, so we'd have football Thursday, Sunday, Monday, and Tuesday. That'd be nice, but then it one, would that would be tough for the be on teams. Su- yeah, especially if they played yeah. the next Sunday. I mean, I that guess it's tough. like a Thursday night game. Then at that point, yeah, but mo- on Thursday night games, you always have that nice ten day week. You know, on a Tuesday night game, you've got what five days, I guess. Mm-hmm. So, of course, I guess it's five days from the last game. So, Since they shut down the facilities, has it been released? Do you know when the facilities are going to be back open? Especially, like I said, for the Minnesota Vikings. I mean, mm-hmm. right now they're not even having any test positive. The, They've yeah. got to gear up for a, week, a game next week, too. The Vikings facility is going to open Thursday. Okay. Uh, Titans, I don't see... But I would imagine it has that would have to be like Thursday or Friday. I can't imagine they'd shut it down until Sunday. I mean, yeah. So they're missing about a game or a day of full practice. And I would bet. So. Yeah, I'd bet for the Titans. It's like it, 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 if they once they have like two or three days in a row of no positive tests, then they'll probably get back in there. Yeah, but I don't know. I, I'm not a doctor, so I don't know all this. But I thought it was. But you did stay at a Holiday Inn Express last night. I did, and I saved 15% from Geico, so I have facts here. But I believe, that can it be up to 14 days before you test positive after being in contact? 
Well, so, and this is probably old information, but from what I understood when this whole thing first started, they were saying 14 days before you started showing symptoms. Mm. So I don't know if you have to be showing symptoms to test positive or I, I, I really don't know. Uh, I, I also am not a doctor. So, but, you know, and, and there's, <clears throat> there's no telling where they're, you know, because of that, you know, do you have to look at who the Titans played last Sunday? You know, the, the oh, Sunday yeah. previous. I haven't heard anything about that. So obviously the NFL is not doing that, but, um, so yeah, I mean, hopefully if this is, you know, this was obviously going to happen at some point, right? Mm-hmm. We, we couldn't expect to get through the entire season without a team sort of having it, but Maybe this is good. This sort of makes people see, okay, this is serious now. Like, if you if you're starting to sort of <clears throat> let loose a little bit or let your guard down, well, it can happen like that really quickly. And it'll also be good just to I not good again. I hope everybody gets is safe and yeah. That, but it could also be good for the NFL how they respond to it. Mm-hmm. They don't want a bad response. I believe baseball said that came out and said that they returned too early after that breakout on that major league baseball team. Was mm-hmm. it the Marlins, right? Right. That was the first they, one. Yeah. Yeah, they came back too soon and then they it got another wave. So hopefully this doesn't get a second wave. They they nip it in the bud quickly and they yeah. do everything correctly. What's gonna be real interesting, because this is lucky for the NFL that they got they tested positive so early in the week. What mm-hmm. happens if they if they tested positive on Friday? Well, they t- tested positive on Saturday, I believe. They did, the before test the game. Get back before uh, the game. That's why Minnesota's okay. Now that's what I heard. I mean, well, that's I don't weird. have all the facts. Hmm. Yeah. Okay. Well, you know, hopefully, like I said, this is a wake up call. The rest of the teams kind of get back to being extra careful and. If this is the worst we have it all season, then we're well, probably pretty lucky, you know. Yeah. The MLBs had to cancel multiple games uh, throughout the season, so. All right. Well, you want to get into some power rankings? Yeah, the first time this year we're going to actually touch on the power rankings. We really didn't want to look at it too early, especially with, you know, how everyone already predicted them to pick first in the draft. Yeah, I have not looked at power rankings all season long, including today. Uh, I would assume that the Panthers were among the lowest teams going into the season. So Yeah. I, I believe I looked at the power rankings preseason. I think we were like 30th, 32th, yeah. something like yeah. that. I mean, it was, it was in the 30s. That's why I haven't looked all season. <laughs> <laughs> now, we go by NFL.com's power ranking by Dan Hansis yes. from the Around the NFL podcast. Awesome. If you're ever interested. Yeah. So, question. Mm-hmm. Where do you think they are this week? <clears throat> so, I would imagine last week when we were 0-2 and had given up 30 points a game that we were probably hadn't moved from that 30, 29, 30 area. But we beat the Chargers, who looked like a good team coming into the week. So, I imagine that helped us. Um, we've got to be ahead of the Falcons. Um, I would say we're like 26. Higher. Oh, tw- uh, 24. We are 24th. Sweet. 
Good job. Okay. And well, that's we, higher than I thought. That's a lot higher than I thought, actually. Because I was are, thinking you were telling me I was too high. No, we are above Atlanta Falcons. They okay. are 27th. We actually kind of traded spaces with them. Uh, we were 28 last week. Okay. Where are the Saints at 1 and 2? 1 and 2. They are at 13. They wow. dropped four okay. spots. That's still that's pretty high. And the Succaneers, let's pull them up. Oh, let me guess. They've got to be. They're 2-1 now, leading the division. Probably, I bet they're not that much higher than the Saints, though. I'm going to say they're like ninth. Tenth. Tenth, okay. Yeah. I mean, they haven't put it all together yet. I think last week was the first game that they looked like they actually are really going to be good. Are the Chiefs still number one, I would assume? If they're not, this is... Thrown They've got to be right because yeah, the, Kansas the, they City played is. the Ravens. Yeah, that was a great game though. By the way, did you watch the Ravens Chiefs? I watched game the first Monday half. Fellas, yeah. Well, you Patrick watched Mahomes. The... Yeah, I know. Patrick Mahomes is just a insane quarterback. You're just watching him throw the ball like back, running backwards, basically mm-hmm. chucks a ball 40, 50 yards Effortless. on a dime into Effortless. the guy receiver's hand. It's like yeah. Jeez. You know, there were times in my life where I thought, you know, I could probably, if I had to get out there and like complete a couple of passes, I probably could do it. No, I couldn't do it. <laughs> no. <laughs> I couldn't do I it. I never thought that. <laughs> no, I, first of all, I have a noodle arm. Second of all, I'm five foot seven, so I couldn't even see over the offensive line. Yeah, well, you would set a record probably as the, the shortest <laughs> NFL starting quarterback. <clears throat> um. You would okay. see me get the ball, try to run to the outside to throw it <laughs> just at anybody, some tight end. Well, you know they're bringing the heat against you. Yeah. Immediately. A- as so. well they should. I- yeah. <laughs> you want they- to talk about rattled, you don't even have to hit me before I'm rattled. <laughs> you'd be standing on the <laughs> sideline with your clipboard. Coach tell you go in, you'd be like, what? What? And you'd just, you'd just fall out. Yeah. Bright yellow streak in my pants all of a sudden. You get I don't know. S- sacked on the way to the huddle. <laughs> oh, I tore an ACL. <laughs> Are there any other surprises on the power rankings that you would consider? Um, where do shocking? you think the Cam Newton led Patriots are? Ooh. Okay. Well, they're two and one now, right? So I bet they I bet they're like right around the Saints. Twelfth. They are number eight. Oh wow, okay. Good. That's higher than I thought. Where are... Let's see. Uh, who's last? Let me think. Oh, come Who, on. This should be easy. Uh, I'm, well, I'm trying to think of who sucks. It's not Washington, is it? Mm-mm. Washington has at least a win in there. So, I mean, yeah. you can't... Bengals? No. I mean, they have a tie. Come on. Who is <laughs> getting blown out every week who looks so disenfranchised? Uh, the Dolphins. It is the Jets, sir. Oh, the it Jets. is the that Jets. Makes sense. The that makes Adam Gase led Jets. That makes sense. Where are the Vikings? The, well, before we move on to the Vikings, okay, real sorry. quick, did you hear the rumor that if Adam Gase loses to the Denver Broncos in their that backup quarterback, that Adam Gase will be fired on Friday? Uh, no, I did not hear that rumor, but it makes yeah. sense. So, well, he's only been there a year, right? This is only yeah. the start of his second year. Yeah, but I know he was, he's horrible. He's, he's weird. Horrible he's definitely guy. a weird guy. 
All right, Minnesota, ranked, has not moved from last week. Ranked number 20th. <sighs> they yeah, look so I'm, bad. Well, they didn't look that bad last week, but the weeks before, they looked really bad. I agree. Well, I, they're 0-3, they right? They're 0-3. Yeah. So are there any other 0-3 teams ahead of us? Um, probably so you Houston. You said the Falcons Houston. were. Okay. Well, the Falcons, uh, Houston 21, 19. Who? The Falcons? No, Houston. Houston, Texans. Houston. Oh. 21. 21, okay. And leading into our game preview, the Arizona Cardinals. Oh, hmm. Arizona Cardinals, they've looked good, although they didn't look great last week. Uh, I'm going to say they are 15. You're very close. 14. They dropped ah, one spot from that loss. All right. Well, when we come back from our break here, we will get into it. The game preview week four, Arizona Cardinals at Carolina Panthers when we come back. And we are back. So let's kick it off with the injury report as we do every week. We will start with the Cardinals. Uh, now, by the way, both of these injury reports are a little full. Um, I think there's one, two, three, four, five. Uh, that's somewhere between eight to ten players on each of them. So, well, we kind of expected that with no preseason. Yeah. Right. You know, they don't get to hit each other. Yeah. Kind of. There's a couple of interesting ones here for the Cardinals. So, Buda Baker, safety, did not practice. That's Chris, a big one. Chris Banjo, another safety, did not practice. Uh, Larry Fitzgerald did not practice. Now, this is a non-related or non-injury-related DNP, so I'm not sure why he's on the injury report, but did not practice. He's probably taking a rest day, Veterans Day. Probably Veterans Day, yeah. Uh, DeAndre Hopkins, ankle, did not practice. This this was, uh, you said, just added today, right? Uh, that's the first time I've seen that he's not practiced. That's big. Um I don't want to say fingers crossed he doesn't play, but fingers crossed he doesn't play because he's been beasting out down in Arizona. I have a feeling he's going to play. I do, Uh, too. Devon Kennard, linebacker, did not practice. Corey Peters, defensive tackle, did not practice. The rest of these guys were limited practice. Zach Allen, Mason Cole, Dennis Gardeck, and Christian Kirk, the wide receiver. And their receiving core is... Have multiple yeah, injuries three, there. Three wide receivers, three starting wide receivers. I think Christian Kirk's a starter. Yeah, uh, I think he's their slot. Yeah. So for the Panthers, only three did not practices this week. Derek Brown, Gross Matos, and Akung unfortunately did not practice again. Uh, Derek Brown non-injury related, so maybe they just gave him the day off because he looked so good last week. Uh, the rest of these limited practice: Jeremy Chin with a hip. Dennis Daly with an ankle, Dante Jackson with a toe, Kawan Short with his foot, Adrius Taylor with a hip, and Curtis Samuel listed on the report but full practice, so he's good to go. Mm-hmm. Uh, now, Dennis Daly uh, and Kawan Short both limited practice, so that's sort of an upgrade from where they were last week. Yeah. So hoping that they would love to see Dennis Daly actually play for once this year. Dennis Daly, I think both of those are pretty big for us. Dennis Daly, need him out there, especially if Okung is mm-hmm. out. 
I don't know what they're going to do at left tackle because Greg Little and Scott looked horrible. I can't think of it. Yeah, they looked they looked rough. Um, though, well, we had an okay game last week in terms of not giving up quarterback hits. So I think that might have been a lot of game plan. But mm. I wonder uh, if they'll flip Moten over to the left side if Okung's out and maybe. I don't know. I, I feel like Moten wasn't great at left tackle. Like he's just way better at right tackle. He is better at right tackle, but. Better, he may be better than what we have at left tackle. Well, yeah, you know, let's just hope a Kung plays. Um, yeah, <laughs> because that also, I think, and he was a late scratch last week, so I would imagine he's got a good shot at playing. Yeah, I do too. And we could go ahead and write it in pen left tackle of the future for our offseason moves. So, yeah, um, and Trent Scott, by the way, not not ranked on PFF, but. Sitting at a forty-one point three, which is a pretty low score. So, yeah, Greg Little's nice a little bit lower, thirty-seven point nine. There you go. So, uh, yeah, get healthy, yeah. Russell. Please, <laughs> please get healthy. All right, so we are facing the Cardinals this week. Um, Kyler Murray has looked pretty good. I mean, there was some early MVP hype for him. Very early MVP hype, but before Russell Wilson kind of took it over yeah but, uh, he also had a really rough game last week he had three turnovers last week so yeah. against detroit i think that's going to be a huge thing this week to cost turnovers and get touchdowns off them i don't think we can survive just getting field goals this week yeah this is very similar to last week you know we're mm-hmm. facing now last week of course we we're facing a rookie but Kyler murray is still a very young quarterback and they've got some weapons I mean, Larry oh, Fitzgerald's yeah. old, but he's still very good. DeAndre Hopkins, the best wide receiver in football, you could argue. Mm-hmm. He's ranked I mean, number he's one on PFF. He's playing like it right now. Yeah, ranked number one on PFF. So take that what you will. Uh, and then Christian Kirk, very fast. They've got speed on that team. Uh, Kenyon Drake at running back. Also catch the ball in the backfield a little bit and uh, has had massive games in the past. So he is definitely capable. Um, defense, not great. For Arizona, Mm-mm. I mean, they're solid. They're not great. Though. Yeah, average, yeah, yeah. Um, they are. Arizona is favored in this game by three and a half. That's not surprising. I'm surprised it's not higher. Yeah, I'm a little surprised. I guess people were pretty impressed with the Panthers last week. Las Vegas, at least, was impressed with the Panthers last week because I feel like this game. Well, it is at home. There are some fans in the stands, so I don't know how much that sways the line. But you know, typically at home you get three points. So, but they're they're only saying. I guess they're saying that. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, that does feel low. Yeah, I mean, actually, I just they are giving up twenty points per game. Twenty point three. That's top ten in the league that's right now. That's not bad. Yeah. So that's not bad. They are doing better than we both thought they were doing. So they, we may. So you're saying they aren't? Issues. They aren't who we thought they were. Yeah. No. Remember Dennis Green, Cardinals coach. Yeah. No. 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 Bringing it around. Bringing it around. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. The Panthers are uh, middle of the pack in terms of points allowed. But you're right. The Cardinals are up there about twenty. They've given up twenty total less points than us so far this year. So. Yeah, they're so they're a solid team on defense too. 
I think what Detroit did last week is they played a lot of zones and they didn't let Murray run all over him. I think that's the goal. You got to play zones, kind of confuse him, get in his face. And luckily we have Jeremy Chin and Shaq Thompson. Both are very fast linebackers that can spy him because you're going to have to stick a spy on him. He is too mobile not to. It's going to be interesting. This is going to be the first opponent that we face this year that has a running quarterback. So, And Kyler Murray is a very good running quarterback. So, yeah, like you said, I mean, we've got fast linebackers. Um, you mentioned Jeremy Chin, mm-hmm. right? So we should be hopefully able to keep him mostly contained. I mean, he'll he'll squirt free, I'm sure, a couple of times. Oh, yeah. We played I mean, them yeah, last year, right? And he, he ran on us a lot, I think. Well, they didn't. They didn't utilize his running at the beginning of the season. The game after our game and the game after is when he really started running, yeah. and that's when Arizona started taking off. Yeah. I mean, I was kind of shocked they didn't do it earlier, but... Yeah, I mean, we beat him last year. Um, but, yeah, he did run for 69 yards against us last season. So, But we won that game 38-20. to 20, So... Um, What's your yeah you so you mentioned your key to the game, um, you know turnovers, scoring touchdowns. I think my key to the game this week is going to be controlling the clock, running the ball, mm-hmm. keeping that dangerous offense of the Cardinals off the field. Because if DeAndre is healthy, and I I'm going to assume that he is, he could eat up our secondary. I mean, yeah. he is good enough to. Now, we've seen a 300-yard game against the Panthers before. I don't not calling that, but a single player could beat the Panthers, and he's definitely capable. Yeah, he's a very dangerous weapon out there. And like I said, I I would go more zone. Like I said, from everything I read about last week, that's what Detroit confused Murray with. Getting in his face, doing some zones, and he just would throw it where he didn't realize a zone guy was able to get through the ball. He is still young. I mean, he's he's still kind of short, so you don't know yeah. how well he could see over the line. So he's a great quarterback. I'm not really knocking him that much. I just want to say that we can try to get to him and get some turnovers off him. Well, he's turned the ball over five times so far this year. Mm-hmm. So each game he's had an interception, at least one, and like you said, three last week. So he's got more interceptions than – touchdowns passing the ball at least right now mm-hmm. um so yeah P- pressure i'd like to see more pressure like we we actually brought out the blitz a little bit last week and put pressure on herbert i'd like to see more of that this week yeah uh and pressure on him and we need teddy bridgewater not to turn the ball over yes not it not like the game he had against tampa bay turnover turnover turn i mean we can't dig ourselves in a hole. This is a very good team. This is probably going to be a playoff team. Let's and Teddy, Teddy's ahead. usually pretty, you know, careful and accurate with the ball. So I'm hoping that that Tampa Bay game was an aberration. Uh, last week he, he – we, we definitely noticed last week that he did not take nearly as many chances mm-hmm. as he did against Tampa Bay. Um, so would like to see them go downfield a little more. Oh, we've been yes. talking about it every week. Like to see them try to make some more big plays. 
but carefully, I guess, you know, because we don't want to see those three turnovers again. Well, he did go a couple times to DJ Moore last week, and he DJ but that's Moore it. was wide open. I mean, that's it. Two times to could, DJ Moore. That's that, and that's the only time he's throwing long is to DJ Moore. It seems like, yep. and that one to Robbie Anderson first game. So he he does need to stretch the ball, and we have speed on the outside, but his deep passes have been kind of underthrown. So. I personally am kind of in that nervous feeling of the Cam Newton era at towards the end where he couldn't push the ball down the field and teams knew it. I'm afraid that's going to happen here. It very well could happen if they don't at least, I don't know. I mean, he can throw it 40 yards down the field in the air. They just need to, you know, Robbie Anderson, DJ Moore, they're going to have to beat their guy right off the line Mm -hmm. to get open quickly enough to where he can do that. But uh, yeah, I would like to see that. Um, I'm interested to see how they use Mike Davis again this week. Is he going to get eight more receptions as he has the last two games? Um, I, if, he, if it does, he's, I'm fine with that. I mean, let's just continue that when Christian McCaffrey comes back. Yes, I was <laughs> you know? going to say, that's my only frustration <laughs> with him catching the ball so much, is why didn't we do that? utilize that with Christian McCaffrey, who's a better receiver and can make people miss way more than Mike Davis can in the open field. Right. Yeah. So, I mean, practice that, you know, for the next couple of weeks until McCaffrey comes back and then let's get McCaffrey on that, that feed McCaffrey that way. And I would Um, love to see more Bonovan this year, this week. Yeah, for sure. I think Bonovan's faster than Mike Davis Mm -hmm. and maybe has a little more wiggle. I think he can make guys miss a little easier. Although I think Mike Davis is probably a more powerful back. Oh, yeah. so He's definitely the uh, short yardage back that we have on this team. Yeah, he's like a poor man's Mike Tolbert. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. <laughs> Basically. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, you're not going to get me uh, knocking like Mike Tolbert. No, I no, I'm love... saying Mike Tolbert's better. Like, yeah, the know, little Mike mini Tolbert. fridge. That's what yeah. I called him. <laughs> Mike Tolbert's the man. Um, Just kind of browsing through PFF here. I'm kind of looking at our at our team. Something jumped out at me, and you and I privately spoke about this, but Corn Elder is ranked 15th out of 109 at corner. How surprised mm-hmm. are you that he is playing so well? Corn uh, Elder playing so well. I know. Those, those words have never been spoken. Those words have never been spoken, and I have definitely never spoken them. <laughs> but, yeah, he's the highest-rated corner on this team. Now, granted, he is our third corner, and he doesn't go out there with the starters. He's the, Right. This week, if he's on DeAndre Hopkins, it's a complete mismatch. Don't get that. Yeah, he immediately history. moves to the lower end of the rankings. They, <laughs> Kyler Murray sees Cornelder on DeAndre Hopkins, and it goes, oh, this one's going to DeAndre that's what that happens. Yeah. Now, that being said, hats off to him. I wanted him gone because he's been here for a while and just has oh, looked awful. Yeah. We were both but, pretty surprised that he made the final roster. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, yeah he's, uh, and I've noticed in the games that he's been playing well. He's been, you know, knocking down some passes in, in key situations. So, good job, Corn. Um, Rasul Douglas ranked 19th and uh, Dante Jackson ranked 38th out of 109, so still very respectable. And you got to think am... about the receivers he's going against. Yeah. 
I mean, we we've gone up against Mike Davis, uh, Mike Davis, Mike Evans, <laughs> <laughs> Keenan Allen, and in the first week we had Henry Ruggs, Ruggs yeah. and uh, that's it because that's they don't really it. have much. Josh Jacobs. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but what uh, my point here is, what we assumed and really mm-hmm. like knew was going to be the weakness of this team, especially the defense is actually turning out to be not terrible. And then what we thought was going to be the strength of the defense, the safety position, has turned out to be pretty bad in terms of PFF grades, at least. Justin Burris is 78th out of 80, and Trey Boston 63rd out of 80. Now, Trey Boston had a really good game because he was second to last last week. Yeah, he definitely moved up after last week. And then they've got Jeremy Chin. That, well, now they've got Jeremy Chin as a linebacker. They have him as a safety for a while. Mm-hmm. So I just don't think they know what to do with him. But he's ranked 57th out of 77 in linebackers. To hear Whitehead, dead last. 77 out of 77. We have to do something with him. I, I don't, at this point, does, does he really give us any benefit out there? I don't I know. Mean, um, but I would like to see. His pass rush is highly rated, and that's it. Everything yeah. else is awful. I'd like to see Jeremy Chin just sort of take over, I think, take over that spot, that starting spot. Yeah. Well, I think he already has. He has a starting job there. I want to see Jermaine Carter out there more than Tyre Whitehead. This is the year that if if these young guys need to show up, it's time to at least let them try. Yeah. Um, I will say that Shaq Thompson was also ranked near the bottom, and he is now 24th out of 77, so massive game for him last week. As we we talked about it on our recap show, we just looking watching the game, we could tell that he played with more passion, it seemed like, and was definitely Mm -hmm. all over the field. So hope that continues. Um, But, yeah, I mean, anything else? Brian Burns, by the way, 18th out of 110. So he has definitely been stepping up the last couple of weeks. Send the burn. On the passing burn. down, just send, send them, let them, let them loose. Yeah. Um. All right. So, anything else you want to talk about before we start getting into our predictions? No. I like I said, this is the one thing I'm really kind of worried about. Is this at this point, Tahir Whitehead is not. He's not stopping the run. He's not good in coverage. The only thing he has going for him is the age out there. At this point, <laughs> there's no point. Just get him out. He's a veteran. That's basically all he has, to, all he yeah. has going for him. Um, yeah, I mean, luckily we only signed him for one year. So, But it is, you know, he's the new guy. Luke Keekley left. Unfortunately, we're all going to look at him like the guy that replaced Luke Keekley, even if that's not necessarily the case. Yeah, and I don't. But care. he is ranked dead last on PFF, so like we're not just making things up. And, he is and bad. it's visible during yeah. games how bad he is. It's not. It's not the Luke. It's not like he replaced Luke and everybody's just knocking him because he's not Luke Keekley. I would almost say that happens more with Shaq, where we're expecting him to step up, not to Tahir White. True, true. And Tahir Whitehead had a lot of tackles in Oakland the last few mm-hmm. years, so I don't really understand. What's happened here? Maybe he's just, I don't know. Maybe he's still I mean, getting he into good. shape or something. He was really good run defense. He sucked during pass coverage. Now he sucks at both. That's, <laughs> That's true. At least if you're good at run defense, you're like, all right, all right, we we can try to work around 
yeah. on passing downs. But when you just suck, you suck and suck as an NFL starter again. Obviously, like get... better than us if we try to go in there and play. <laughs> That's what you're saying. Yeah. You know, we always get those hate mails of, you can't do it. Yeah, I know I can't do it. <laughs> <laughs> you never played the game. <laughs> All right. Like, let's get again, into some five bold seven, predictions. 160 pounds. Yeah. Bold predictions, Jerry. Why don't you kick it off this week? My bold prediction. I thought about this, and I've struggled with it. I, I'm going to say we have... Two 125-yard receivers. I could go ahead and say Anderson and DJ Moore. Oh, okay. Um, yeah, I didn't assume that you meant Curtis Samuel, although it would be nice if he actually had a big game. Yeah. Um, mine is going to be uh, on the offense as well, but I'm going Mike Davis this week. I think we get our first 100-yard rushing game of the season from an nice. individual. That'd be and awesome. I think uh, it's going to be Mike Davis, yeah. I do think that they're going to try to control the ball, control the clock, I guess, by running the ball a little more this week. Um, but, you know, we could easily get down a couple of touchdowns in this game, and then they've got to go throw, and, and then your prediction could come true. So I don't think both of our predictions are going to come true this week. Well, uh, yeah, that would yeah. be uh, I think little... I think if McCaffrey was playing, that, that de- it definitely could happen. But Mike Davis is going to need more than, like, 15 carries to get 100 yards. Oh, de- most definitely. Yeah. All right, game predictions. Game predictions. Go ahead. All right, so I predicted a loss last week, and we won. I predicted wins the first two weeks, and we lost. So I'm going to get back on the winning track along with the Panthers this week. I'm predicting a win. Uh, I think the Panthers are actually, they played really good defense last week. I think they're going to continue that again this week. Uh, I think that the Panthers are only going to give up 21 points this week, which against the Cardinals, I think is probably pretty good. And we're going to score 24. going to be a very close game. 24-21 Panthers. Nice. I have picked the Panthers to win every week this week, or so far this year. Mm-hmm. This is the first week I'm going against that. Oh. I... And I don't – I like the Cardinals. I think they're a playoff team. I think our defense took a step forward last week, and I think they'll continue to grow. But I think the weapons are just too much for our secondary, and we lose 27-24. I do think we are able to make it a game, though. Okay. So we both have 24 for the Panthers, and you're about a touchdown ahead of me on the uh, Cardinals. All right, well – Come Sunday at 1 o'clock, we'll find out. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> I hope. Uh, by the way, if we win this week, we play the Falcons the next week. We could conceivably be 3-2 and two after five games. Yeah. We could be. Now, the Falcons are a good team, though. They, they've they led well, every No, game. they're not a good team. They're a good no. offense. They're not a well, good team. They've they're a very poorly coached team. In fourth quarters. They're a very poorly they just, coached they team. They just can't finished now that they are yes they've got talent you, you're missing good talent with a good team they are not a good team hmm. um we've got the bears after the falcons by the way so you know not like a murderer's row coming up for the panthers here no 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 can you imagine if we're four and two going into week six or going into week seven that would be if we're four and two going into week six 
I need to do something. I don't know what I'll, I'll do. Shave your head. I am not shaving my head. Shave your beard. No, I am not doing that either. <laughs> Would you rather shave your head or your beard? My head. <laughs> <laughs> and I agree with you. Um, <laughs> all right. Um, well, when my daughter was born, since I had time off, I told mm-hmm. my wife said, oh, I've never seen you without a beard. So I was like, fine. I shaved it. Literally, she goes, oh, you need to grow that back. As soon as she saw me <laughs> Put it shaved. back. Put it back. <laughs> Uh, that's funny. And you did not, uh, of course, I didn't see you for several months. And you that was why I shaved it during that yeah, week. Yeah, you did, you did not send me a picture or anything. So that was before we were doing these video podcasts. Well, All right, man. Well, uh, I think that's going to do it. Yep. Thank you for listening. If you like the show, please let your friends know. Please follow us on Twitter at Meow Mix Podcast. If you have any questions or comments, you can email us at mailbag, mailbag at MeowMixPodcast.com, and if you leave us a five-star review with a comment on Apple Podcasts, we'll read it on our show. I can't speak today. (laughs) All right, everybody. (laughs) We'll be back on Sunday evening after, hopefully, a Panthers victory, breaking it all down. So until then, everybody, stay safe out there. If you're going to the game, stay extra safe. And until then, keep pounding. (laughs) 